Savage. You are listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Metro, Sig, and Snake. It's Talking Trash, episode 13. Back in the dump, special episode. The Matchel Redemption episode. What's He's going back. on, boys? <laughs> Good to be back in the dump, fellas. Feel refreshed after a week off. Hopefully I'm not too rusty. Yeah, you needed it, huh? Cobwebs in the brain. (laughs) Podcast life is pretty tough, fellas. You know, every once in a while you gotta just unplug and you know, shut your brain off for a little bit. Snake and I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are you guys are pretty dedicated. Just dedicated to the game. I appreciate you holding it down for me. Shout out to T Man too for stepping in for me last week. Yeah, shout out to T Man. That was nice of him. He he stepped up. He tried to take your job, Matchel. So uh, yeah, no, I might be I might be just, auditioning here. Yeah, this is like phase two of the interviews right here. Uh, but yeah, going back on that last point, I just want to also reiterate, Zig and myself. I think this is a Patriots motto: no days off, except Monday through Saturday. But yeah. also no days off. We I think we did like a Monday re-record or something one time so that's true we did some overtime once and we did that saturday episode so yeah no days off (laughs) i don't care if i'm like skydiving out of a a plane i will call in for this podcast matchel just so you know all right anyways in the future (laughs) if i'm ever skydiving i will be sure to dial in Anyways, hope you had a nice trip, Matchel. I was kind of hoping you could get into that and we could start off with how was your weekend, brother, and maybe you'll tell us a little bit about your your little hiatus from the pot. Yeah, this, this weekend here was a little uneventful, but took a little trip down to Key West last weekend. That's why I was uh, out of commission. You know, took a, took a nice Friday evening flight and then made a four-hour drive from Fort Lauderdale. There are no cell phone towers down there in Key West? <laughs> No, they all got wiped out with Irma. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Over yeah. over a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see the yeah. airport communications are still operating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> secured phone line. Secured phone lines, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I made the four-hour drive from Fort Lauderdale. Got into Key West around uh, quarter to three Saturday morning. Spent a couple days there. Walked like eighteen miles over a couple days, and then. Uh, Headed Whoa. back home Monday. What's with all the walking? Yeah, so my my dad has a, an apartment down there, and it's like a mile from the main strip, Duval Street, where like all these bars and stuff are. Oh, nice. And uh, so we just walked quite a bit. He was like doing some stuff during the day and just kind of explored. We actually uh, we missed a live performance of uh, the band Fountains of Wayne, uh, famously <laughs> known for Stacy's mom. They were playing. Oh. They were playing at a bar, and uh, we missed it. Damn, but you'll have that. That'll happen. But yeah. uh, was it nice down there? Catch some sun. Catch some yeah. rays, natural. Yeah, I got sunburnt. Uh, I was peeling the past few days. It was like eighty and sunny. Pretty hot. There you go. You not bad. Very peel. Yeah. Yeah, not a great beach spot. The beaches weren't great. But uh, really good. Nah, not really. I mean, they were pretty seaweedy and like rocky. So we didn't. Oh. We walked to the beach. Spent like five minutes at the one beach, and then just kind of walked around. But uh, good food, good food if you like seafood. Pretty cool, like shops and stuff. 
pretty pretty cool spot. Did like a did a sunset cruise Saturday night. Took full advantage of the free beer. That a boy, you get yeah. after it. Yeah, we got after it pretty good. I thought I remember seeing you on a boat. That's pretty cool. A little sunset cruise. Yeah, it was fun. I would recommend it. Did you uh, go on any runs at all? I had no runs. Just no packed. Runs. Uh, just packed in a backpack, so I didn't have room for the running shoes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Papa Staves? Oh yeah, every day. Got six miler. Okay. Logged, logged a few miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He likes with the weights. Likes... Well, it's ankle, funny you ask. Ankle weights? Nah, he carries these five pound dumbbells. <laughs> but if you ever actually see him running, he, kinda, he doesn't like... actually move them. <laughs> oh, oh, that's he doesn't, right. He doesn't move. Minimal. He doesn't arm. move them. He's got he's got one arm like cocked. And one arm just stays down at his side. It's pretty odd to watch. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But anyway, how was your weekend, fellas? Uh, my weekend was good, brothers. Uh, let's see. Friday and Sunday were relatively uneventful. But Saturday was pretty fun. Had uh, a couple of friends of ours got engaged on Saturday. A little after-party fiesta down here. So that was that was a good time. Haven't stayed out that late in a while. They're like, didn't quite shut down the bar, but probably left at like one thirty. Honestly, you can say I haven't done that in like, I don't know, a month or two. I feel like, nice. Getting too old for this, boys. Yeah, there especially you when you got to work on a Sunday, you know. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know anything about that, Macho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've heard. Yeah. How about you, Zig? You have a good weekend, brother. Yeah, good weekend. Pretty much. Uh, same thing along the lines you're saying Friday, Sunday, not much going on, but, uh, yesterday was, um, the old Pennsylvania state athletic track championships or whatever in Edinburgh. So we made the trip out there to, I think this is like the last year that I know anybody on the slippery rock team. So went out there to watch that represent my boy, Steve went in, went in the pentathlon. Oh, there you go. He used to do that, didn't you, Zig? Well, it's funny because mo- like everybody does the men do the heptathlon. That that would be seven events over two days. But uh, they had to c- condense the whole thing into one day because it was it's really super windy up here, I guess. And they were like, we can't have all these people around here on Sunday. So they yes. condensed it into one day and they made it the pentathlon five events in one day okay. instead of which is just like is it's there, something they don't do that at nationals like it's just kind of a weird situation where i don't know it's like all these guys were pretty much competing for nothing essentially like the pentathlon isn't something that's done at nationals the heptathlon is yeah but that, <laughs> they just i'm assuming to, is there is there a couple different like distance sort of runs or no? Because that seems like that would be a, an issue to do just, all that in the same day. Just one, just one distance run, oh, okay. and that's a, a thousand meter at the end there. Okay, which is more of like an endurance sprint or something. Yeah, like, but a little breezy sprint. Yeah, a little breezy two and a half laps or whatever that is. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. They just kind of. Uh, it was fun to watch. I mean. No, I'm pretty sure no, uh, nobody's done a, no male has done a pentathlon in the NCAA since like 2008, but <laughs> they they did it this past weekend. 
Okay, what do we got for the rock? Is that like D2, D3, D1? It's D2. It's D2? Okay. Yeah. But I told him, I said, said, you should probably contact the NCAA and make sure you get some sort of national champion plaque because nobody (laughs) else, I mean, he has to have the best pentathlon score in the nation. (laughs) Yeah. Technicality. Nice. Love it. Zig, uh, one thing you didn't mention about your week was a uh, little B-Day action, brother. Happy belated. Yeah, yeah happy belated, was... Zig, man. Thanks, fellas. Didn't happen on the weekend, but... Um, yeah, but pretty important part of your week, I would think. Important part of the week, yeah. Hit hit the quarter century, so... Yeah, it's all yeah. downhill from there, brother. Yeah. feel like I'm hitting my prime now. <laughs> hitting his peak, ladies and gents. Well, good stuff, boys. So, uh... Without further ado, let's uh, see. We toss it over to some segments. We could dive into some trivias, keeping it in the ordinary fashion. I kind of would like to start off with some geopolitical trivias this round. I don't know if you guys have any, but I have a have a couple for you that are interesting. Yeah, go I for don't it. Have, like, I, haven't, I, have, I haven't heard some geopolitical trivia in a minute, so yeah, I'm ready for it. I've been yeah. studying in my two weeks off, boys. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, as you both know, geopolitical is a little kind of like broader end of the spectrum. Kind of encompasses just about everything that doesn't fall into sports, I'd say. <laughs> so, Certainly. So well, bear with me. Couldn't sports be considered geopolitical depending they on could. the kind of question? That's true. <laughs> That's true. And actually, now that you say that, I have one that might kind of delve into sports as well, but... We're, we're just going to start with this is this is going to be geopolitical. I don't want to hear your technicality bullshit, Nigel, <laughs> but we're going to keep it simple here and let's just call the topic of this: Does it grow on a tree? And I'm going to throw out some <laughs> some foods for you guys. Nice. So the first one I have here is the cherry. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll reveal the answers at the end. Isn't this like? Uh, but- isn't this like botanical trivia? Geopotanical. Geobotanical trivia. trivia. <laughs> yeah. Geopotanical political. I like it. Uncharted waters here. All right. Sorry, <laughs> yes. Snake. Had to, had to throw that in. Uh, all good. So, Cherry, you guys are both going tree. Pineapple. Yes. I'm pretty sure uh, that's a shrub, so I'm going to say no. Okay, first differing. Uh, last one I have here, banana. Yes. Banana's a yes, I saw that. Okay, so first one you guys both nailed, cherry tree. Um, George Washington famously cut down the cherry tree. The second one here, pineapple. Wait, was it George Washington or Abe Lincoln? It was George Washington. It was George Washington. <laughs> All right, yes. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Gern's going to get Actually, after you for that one, natural. <laughs> you know what's kind of interesting about that is Honest Abe, right? Yeah. And the whole cherry tree thing is like never told a lie. Yeah, that's why That's why that popped into my head. But I don't know. It's going to be one of the dumber things I ever believed as a kid. I was like, oh, this guy, like this George Washington guy literally never lied about anything. Abe Lincoln? <laughs> No, George Washington could never tell the lie. That's why he told on himself about the tree, I believe. No, that, I think it's I think Abe Lincoln Abe, said he never told a lie. Honest I Abe, think, brother. You I think uh, Washington just said, just had a story about him cutting down a cherry tree. 
Okay. We are getting into politics here. Come on. This is geobotanical political. Um, Pineapples actually grow on a plant close to the ground. So from what I'm reading, pineapples do not grow on a tree. I'd be something more along the line of a shrub. So Zig takes the point there. Let's go. And then bad news for you both, banana does not technically. This is a natural technicality. It does not grow on a tree. No, it's what does just, it grow uh, on? They grow on a root structure that produces an above-ground stem. This plant is yeah, that's specifically classified so, as an yeah, it's called a tree. <laughs> Aren't trees a root structure that produces an above-ground stem? It's, it's a perennial a perennial herb. That's it's garbage. the largest herbaceous flowering plant. That's my garbage <laughs> okay, for the week, yes. boys. And the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I mean, have you ever laid eyes on a banana tree? I have. I saw. Okay. I went to uh, the Dominican Republic and I saw what I would describe as trees bearing bananas. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking at pictures of them. They're like, it's it's probably a like a debatable subject. I'll say that. But from what I'm reading, it's technically not classified as a tree. So. No points for both of you on that last one. Well, here, here's a little tidbit for you while we're talking about bananas. Okay. Did you guys know that um, pretty much every banana that you've ever seen is genetically the same? <laughs> Can that be said for every fruit? Uh, I don't Seems think like so. I mean, be. you have like so many different apples and oranges and whatnot. Oh, I see what you're saying. But what I'm getting at here is that from no, what, I, what I learned in oh. my genetics class in uh, college was that someday soon we may be without any edible bananas because there's some sort of fungus that's spreading around and there's no genetic variation. So it's just taking them all out. I'm seeing this thing. You're on to something. Good thing they're like potassium pills now. Otherwise we'd all be screwed. Why bananas, as we know, my my genetics stinks. professor was so Again, passionate it's... about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There used to be there used to be one that like I don't know if you talk to like all of our grandparents, and it was supposedly so much better than any banana that you you or I have ever tasted. Oh, that's such. And a that one's pretty old pretty person. much gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm buying that. <laughs> That's what my professor was just like. It was just like it was creamy when you bit into it. It was like it was like a it was like a dessert. You just have a banana guy there, Zig. Yeah. Professor. <laughs> All right. This next. This I almost should save this for sports trivia, but I'm pretty excited about it, so I'm just going to give it to you in geopolitical. Okay. So there's been one guy ever, as far as I can tell through my research that has basically circumnavigated the globe using only human power. So (laughs) under this feat, these are the following conditions that this guy followed. His name is Jason Lewis. He's from the UK. So the first stipulation, only human power can be used. Bicycle, rowboats, kayaks, skates are all acceptable. No motors, no sails. Second stipulation, the equator must be crossed. And a third stipulation, two antipodal points must be visited. So this means that if you stuck a spear through the exact center of the earth, the entry point and the exit point 
at the surface would be antipodal points, and that might be antipodal. Like, <laughs> but like antipodal exact is what I'm sides as. of the Earth is what I'm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So this dude did it. What this boils down to is, I'm going to have you guys guess how long this took this dude, and I, I, I'm debating on whether to tell you the year he started. I'm not going to tell you the year he started. <laughs> so, you, so it took longer than a year. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, this guy. Let me I'm tell gonna, you. I'm going to tell you this guy spent like five years doing this thing. <laughs> yeah, what's the forty-five thousand miles? I should tell you, it's forty-five thousand miles. I could do it, but it could take me like fifty years. Does that still count? Like, what if yeah. I just? Yeah, that would count. I, yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. If, no, but what if I'm like living in Pittsburgh, and one day I'm like, all right, I'm going to start this. So I just pack up whatever I can, and I walk like. A couple hundred miles, and then I just live somewhere else for like ten years. Yeah, and just keep doing that. Sure, you can do that. As far as I know, no one has else has accomplished this feat. And as also as far as I know, I don't believe that guy was just shacking up for ten years. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite true. I think this became kind of his life goal type of deal. Pretty impressive. I don't think he was stopping to smell the roses this long <laughs> way and whatnot. All right, so, fair enough. So I didn't, I didn't tell you until now, Zig, but at 45,000 miles, I don't know if you want to change your guess or not, but I'm not saying you should. I'm no, not saying you should. I'm just sticking with five years. Five years? Okay. I'm going, I'm going 10 years. Okay. Uh, Matchell takes it on that one. It's actually 13 years this dude <laughs> took to do this. <laughs> So 1994 to 2007. (laughs) And also, I think the craziest part of this is, like, my first question, and you guys are probably thinking the same thing, like, how the hell did he cross these oceans? He used a pedal-powered boat. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's guy's probably pretty lucky that he didn't die along this trip. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. I don't know exactly... Like you can't just research into the exact route he took, but like I'm sure he was crossing like terrible climate places. I'm sure he picked the shortest stretch of ocean he possibly could, but still, I can't imagine just like jumping in a pedal-powered boat and just heading straight out. I am pretty interested on this because there's no way like you can't just hop on your pedal-powered boat and cross the ocean in a day, like. He had to get so far, and oh, he, he had to have gear. He had to have serious. Gear well, did he him. stay? Did he stay on his pedal power boat, or did he have some sort of other bigger boat that he could link up to at night and stay on? Oh, I hope that's in case the it case, got like. Man. Well, I would think it would have to be like that's at least at least like a month long trip to cross the ocean <laughs> in a pedal power. <laughs> I'm just that's a good point out there. Like you can't. <laughs> You're kind of running. Yeah, he probably into some wasn't bad weather. catching like four-hour power naps and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just wake up like 500 miles away from where he was <laughs> based on the current. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that'll or maybe he did. That's if why he was just jumping more. onto like a cruise ship. That's there a good question. Like I need a team to there for him. Yeah, you're probably right. I need to look into it further, but. For the sake of my own enjoyment, I'm going to assume this guy was just out there in like a kayak-sized boat, <laughs> just battling the elements. <laughs> All right, so that's Jason Lewis. I think the rest of my trivia is I'm going to lump into sports, so we can move on to sports trivia. Well, I think I have a good segue for you, fellas. 
All right. I'm going to I'm going to call mine geopolitical sports trivia. Nice. <laughs> um okay, so we're talking uh triple A baseball teams. I'm just going to throw out like the mascot and you guys can go ahead and try to guess what city what city <laughs> okay. they I feel like these are going to be like very I'm going to try to realistic mascots. Okay. Some of them are going to be like just like how the hell would you get that and some of them you know might make, make a little sense yeah might make a little montana sense. grizzlies type of deal something okay. like that okay. jamestown okay. jammers <laughs> yeah what the yeah fuck yeah, is yeah. That? <laughs> um so we're gonna start off with the bisons wait and this is college no it's triple a triple a professional triple oh, a baseball sorry yeah, yeah that's, that's right bisons. so name name the city the that city that they reside bismarck that's a good guess that's <laughs> North like Dakota. Bismarck, North Dakota. And I'm just going to go Buffalo. Okay, you got it there, Snake. Buffalo Bisons. Oh. Yeah, I feel like that's also the mascot of the college. No, that's Buffalo Bulls. All right, yeah. Buffalo Bisons. Um, I'll just go ahead and, let, just for information's sake, I'll throw out the MLB affiliation. Uh, Buffalo Bisons are with the Toronto Blue Jays. Makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Here's one that I think just makes absolutely no sense, but I feel like somebody here might get it. We got the Iron Pigs. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> okay. Snake, you have a guess? Wait. Oh, I almost said something stupid. I almost went Pittsburgh, but that's steel. <laughs> uh, I'll put them in like Philly. Philadelphia <sighs> Iron Pigs. Natural? What are you going with? I want to say Bethlehem, but I don't know if that's technically the city. It's in that area, though. Okay, you guys are both pretty much you're both pretty much there. Natural. It is. They are the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Okay, that's not located in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And Snake. Okay. Their MLB affiliation is the Philadelphia Phillies. Hell yeah! <laughs> Solid wild ass guess right there. Yeah. That one actually kind of makes sense because Bethlehem, like that area, was a big steel town. Oh, here's a good one. <laughs> um, we got the bats. Oh boy, this is actually it's going to be something with it's going to be something with a B. Going alliteration route. <sighs> Bethlehem sounds pretty good right about now. Natural. <laughs> Go for it. Take a stab. No. No. I, it's probably going to be something obscure. Like, all right, let's think of a. You guys are going to kick yourselves when you when you hear this one. F it, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, Houston. All right, neither of you got right. that one. I feel like Houston bats is a terrible guy. <laughs> I don't know if Atlanta makes any sense, but Houston bats doesn't. That doesn't right. fly with me. <laughs> tell me, tell me how this one sounds. The Louisville Bats. Okay, that makes a uh, lot of sense. Son of a bitch. <laughs> right, is it a? Is the mascot a baseball bat or a flying animal bat? Um, let me see if I can. I was definitely thinking. I was. Thinking. It is. It is a flying animal that That's has a baseball bat in its legs. Ooh, double meaning. Like it's holding <laughs> on to it with its feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, I um, just looked that up. That's a nice ass logo. Like I might have a shirt. Yeah. yeah. 
their MLB affiliation is the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. Okay, let's see what else we can find here, boys. Um, we're going mascot name, Sounds. S-O-U-N-D-S. Seattle. Oh, that's a good guess. But it's probably some shit in Long Island. Long Island. Explain your... Oh, sounds. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matchroll, what was your guess? Seattle? Seattle. Okay. Not not close there, fellas. Nashville. <laughs> oh, come on. Like music sounds. Nashville okay. sounds. All right. And they sounds are affiliated nice. with the Texas Rangers. What an intimidating mascot. <laughs> yeah, we're the sounds. I'm, I'm just going through these. Like, I haven't seen these, so I'm just laughing at them. Some of these are hilarious. Someone should probably rework that. Let's change them from the sounds. Like, make them the guitars or something. It looks like they're trying to roll with that. I don't know. I don't like the name sounds. I just want to reiterate that I I did not look into any of these. I just came up with the idea that I want. Yeah, I'm just (laughs) scrolling through, seeing these. First time I'm hearing these is the first time you guys are. All right. We have Grizzlies. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't want to go Memphis because I know that one actually exists. Uh, there's gonna be some shit up north. Natural. What's a Wyoming town? Cheyenne. There's probably, no, there's probably the no only one I know. In, there's probably no grizzlies in Wyoming, is there? <laughs> I'm sure. Snake. Didn't, didn't you mention Yellowstone? Didn't you mention grizzlies earlier? Like right when I brought this up. Yeah, Montana. So I, said, I said Memphis. Or no, no, you sorry. said Montana. Yeah, you said Montana. Yeah. yeah. Helena, I'm not trying to sway you one way. I just the thought Helena, you would go with... The Helena Grizzlies. Yeah, that's a good call. It's the only city I know. If I could, yeah, if I could name another Montana city, I'd call that one. <laughs> uh, this one just makes no sense to me, so I'll just Great. let you guys know. It's the Fresno Grizzlies. That's bullshit. Uh, fit, affiliated with the Washington Nationals. So, Snake, maybe you should be on top of that one. I guess so. What do we got for a state, Fresno boys? Idaho? California, isn't it? California. Ah, Fresno State that is in California. State. So they take, they play <laughs> at Ch- 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 Chansey Park. <laughs> <laughs> Seats 12,500. The California Damn. state flag does have a bear on it, though, actually. So maybe that's yeah, a little Grizzlies bit of Grizzlies are native to California. Okay. Here's a good one for you. The blank baby cakes. <laughs> New Orleans. New Orleans. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I keep getting why. burned by not understanding the mascot, so I'm trying to think of what baby cakes could refer yeah, to. I wanna let me look into it. Small pancakes. Okay. Yeah. Or the, some sort this, of bakery-type town. It's up north, Detroit. <laughs> the Detroit baby cakes. Uh, natural nailed it. It's New Orleans. Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> natural, any reason why you... Like, is there some yeah, sort the... of connection that I'm not making there? <laughs> no, I don't know. It just kind of, like, sounded somewhat natural. Yeah, you New guys Orleans should go... baby cakes. I would encourage you all, all the garbage heads to go ahead and look up the New Orleans baby cakes uh, logo because it's just just yeah, ridiculous. What in the world is that? <laughs> Donut or something. Yeah, I see that. Oh, no. My, the one actually has a baby. 
Okay, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to cut this. That thing is fucking weird. <laughs> okay. okay, MLB affiliation, the Miami Marlins. Moving on here. Let's see if you guys can catch on to it. The Isotopes. I feel like I've heard this. Probably have. I feel like I, I saw them on some sort of, like, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma okay. City Isotopes, huh? <laughs> it has a nice ring to it, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Wherever, wherever they set off, like, nuclear bombs, somewhere out in that area. <laughs> okay. Oklahoma City is a place to do it. Uh, I don't know. I'm going with Vegas. Yeah, that's a good guess. Uh, natural is closer. We got Albuquerque. Albuquerque Which Isotopes. I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the closest thing. I mean, it was in the desert in Arizona desert. or something. Yeah, so I was in New Mexico. Mexico. That's where they, that's where they set off test bombs. Yeah. That's it. Also where they filmed Breaking Bad, I believe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Colorado Rockies. Makes uh, sense. Makes sense. What is this? Mexican League. This doesn't make any sense. Okay. Yeah, give us, give us one be... Mexican team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tijuana. Juarez. Toros. Mexico City. Oh, you, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stick it with Tijuana. There you go, Snake. Yes. <laughs> Toros Day, Tijuana. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that does it for the geopolitical sports trivia. Nice. Um, um, anybody else have geopolitical sports trivia? Um, not you geopolitical. I kind of do. I'm gonna <laughs> my, I'll just run with that as well. We'll call this geopolitical sports trivia. Uh, we're going track and field here, boys. Bring uh, it on. I want to keep with Ziggy's theme. Keep you know, keep the track updates coming. I know the listeners are on board. We're getting everyone more involved with track and field. This is the longest distance run while on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Also, one other note here. Just just in case you guys aren't very competitive track and field. Yeah. (laughs) Just in case you guys aren't getting the full grasp of the challenge of the record. This is the notice. Oh, I gotta keep it together for this. Full. <laughs> Full body burn without oxygen. <laughs> Wait, was this so, like, Was this just going for some sort of world record? Yes. Or was, yes. Oh, oh. So, in terms of feet, how long do you think this guy got? In terms of feet. Yeah, how many feet did he travel while on fire, full body burn without oxygen? All right. <laughs> Which, what does that part even mean? Would he have oxygen tanks up to him? Like, <laughs> I just was not expecting that at all. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with uh, this guy. <laughs> He's completely engulfed in flames, no oxygen. He got to 300 feet. Across the whole the football, football field. field. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I think he could do it. I don't know. Wait, is he wearing like a fire suit or something? Or just... I don't think so. I think he's just, he's just short like and just... No. Are you serious? <laughs> How'd they put the guy out afterwards? 
You think they just had like fire trucks on standby? <laughs> just blasted them with the fire hose? Okay, wait. We have on the video. It's just right. There's just firemen running with them, and they have extinguishers. <laughs> wait, he's not wearing shorts and t-shirt. He has some sort. Of, he has a suit on. Okay, it almost looks like a fireman's suit. So. Yeah, what makes right, you just keep that hundred feet? What makes you just wake up one day and you're like, you know what? Today I'm gonna see how far I can run while on fire. <laughs> I don't know because I don't know if he can monetize that. But he has like a hundred and forty thousand views. How is this YouTube. geopolitical sports trivia? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's traveling a distance. Okay, okay. geographical side of it, and it's also a world record uh, running event. Okay, there so you go. Sports. Is he from the United States? <sighs> Better be. I don't want. I don't want any Russians having this record. Yeah, I would say Anthony Britton. <laughs> no, Anthony Britton. That changes things. Uh, UK. He's a UK guy. Oh, uh, he's a Brit. All right, so you said three hundred feet. Yeah, I think he could do it if he's wearing gonna, if he's wearing a suit. Yeah, okay. sure. I'm, I'm gonna give him like fifty feet. Okay. <laughs> All right, buckle up, boys. He went six hundred seventy feet, <laughs> aka. 200 meters, so he ran halfway around the track. There you go. Oh. <laughs> not bad, not bad. And it says his 100-meter sprint took only 24 and a half seconds, so that secured wow. him the first record before going on, a, on to run a total of 204 meters to take the crown for longest run. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats, Tony. Was that, like, was that something you had dialed up for stage? Yeah. Nice. Well, it's going to be tough to top that. Snake, you got any other trivia for us? No, I'm good. I think that's all my sports. I've got another quick, uh, real quick sports trivia. All right. Um, we're talking the slowest pitch ever thrown in an MLB game. By estimation. Oh, okay. I have, like... I'm going to nail and this. And when I say head. by estimation, the source I was looking at was using like frames per second to estimate the speed. I mean, Th- thrown I'll overhand? Be... Or thrown matter. overhand. It was thrown overhand. Okay, well, this gets complicated because the way my brain first started working was the EFAS pitch, you know, and then the mound is whatever, I don't know, 90 feet. I don't know if that's the right number, but. And then I was just thinking, like, you just measure 60. The, 60 could be yeah 60 feet six inches that sounds right but i was thinking you just measure um you know that distance and then time how long it took but technically if you like whip the ball straight up in the air it's going to pick up velocity on its way back down way up, yeah so. the article i was reading they did they did talk about the uh like the time it took from leaving the pitcher's hand to Reaching the crosser, yeah, crossing the plate, but then I think they're ultimately using the uh, frames per second. But yeah. basically, and this is yeah. purely an estimation. I want to throw that out there to all the garbage right. heads. I still think I have a pretty good guess. What is it then? I think you could probably throw a ball as slow as like thirty-four miles an hour. Thirty-four. Okay, natural. I was gonna. I was gonna say forty-five. Forty-five. All right, 
Snake, you were pretty close there. From the source that I was looking at, they estimated that this guy threw one about 31. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of, I didn't delve into it a whole lot, but the, the link I was looking at, they threw a, like a YouTube video in there of just a compilation of slow MLB pitches, <laughs> which is pretty hilarious to watch. Like, like half, of an- just anti-climatic get, half of them thing. just get jacked out of the yard. <laughs> Wait, this are in competitive games? Yeah, like I'm pretty sure the first one that, the first one in the video that I was watching was, I can't remember who the pitcher was, but they were throwing like the wor- the world's worst knuckleball to Alex Rodriguez. Oh, I found and it. Yeah, he just, like, he just Hernandez. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he just watches the first one go, and the guy decides that it's a good idea to throw that again. And then A-Rod just bombs it. <laughs> yeah. He's just watching that pitch roll in. He's like, well, surely he's not going to throw that thing again. <laughs> he puts it right there. That's hilarious. <laughs> so that does it for my trivia for the same yeah. films. I have a quick one. Um, <clears throat> I think it came up maybe two weeks ago. And as far as I know, nobody followed up on it. Um, but... It was sort of interesting. Somebody mentioned the number of left-handed quarterbacks in the NFL. Did anybody okay. ever circle back to that? I didn't. I, I didn't go so. back and look at it. We decided there wasn't very many, though. All right. I want you boys to take a stab at. Well, I guess we can start with. Let's start with how many whose NFL careers started in the 2000s. So from like drafted in 2000 until now, how many have there been? You think they have to like start a game? That's a good question that I, I don't would think know the they have to, to at least take a snap because <laughs> like you start delving into the practice squad and stuff. I'm gonna think of it like they had to take a snap. Yeah, yeah. These guys are all all somewhat notable. All right. And what year did you say we're starting? Two thousand. Oh, okay. So their career started after two thousand. Two thousand or later. Not guys right. who like played in the '90s into the 2000s. We don't really care about them. Yeah, irrelevant. I think I'm just going to average it one a year. Uh, obviously, some of those guys played multiple years, but then also in some years you s- cycled through a couple scrubs. I'll just round it up twenty. Going twenty lefties. I don't know where I picked this number from, but I just wanted to say ten. <laughs> so it sounds good. Zig. <laughs> uh, you were closer. The the number is actually only six. No way. And I was gonna say I can't I can't name more like Mike Vick and Lamar Jackson. What's what's his name? Lamar. Yeah, I'm still not. I'm still not convinced he's, still, he's throwing lefty. He's still stuck on him being a lefty. <laughs> All right. So on that note, how many are still um, in the league? There's only, say, there's does, only does one RG, in the league. Does RG3 chuck it lefty? We're just picking out black quarterbacks now. Then. <laughs> I don't think he does I either. I don't think he's a lefty. How many are in the league right now? I'm going to say like, God, three? There's only one in the league right now. <laughs> hey, Lamar Jackson? <laughs> Who throws yes. righty? Um, that guy's a lefty. I don't know court. what you guys are talking about. <laughs> According to my intel, there are zero in the league right now. The last... <laughs> Aren't known... they? I can tell you that's not true because Lamar Jackson's a lefty. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes. 
Yeah, yeah, okay, two of them. <laughs> Ambidextrous. The last known left-handed quarterback in the NFL was Kellen Moore, whose career ended in 2017. You know what team he played for? I know it. Cowboys. I don't. Yeah, Cowboys. And the Lions. Oh, yeah. Lions, there you go. Yeah, the, the six uh, I have here are Mike Vick, Chris Sims, Jared Lorenzen. That didn't ring any bells. That's uh, the fat Matt. guy, fat quarterback. Uh, yeah, nicknamed <laughs> the hefty lefty. Yeah. Uh, Matt Lyons. More notable for his arena football career. That's yeah, true. It does look like yes. he had a stint there. And uh, Matt- Kellen Moore was the last one. Wow. Couple, That's actually pretty couple, fascinating. I can't believe the number's that low. Yeah, a couple other notable ones uh, from prior to 2000. Mark Brunel, Steve Young, Boomer Esiason, Kenny Stabler, just to name a few. Yeah, it's, it's pretty my... crazy. It's like you have a – they say what lefties are pretty uh, – have a good advantage in baseball, but must oh, yeah. not so much playing quarterback. Yeah. Why is so, that? Does anybody have any ideas? That's a, yeah, I think that's it's a good sh- question. I think it's a sheer percentage. I don't know. It it says here uh, left-handed dominant people make up about 10% of the general population of what? I'm not entirely sure. Not if not sure if that's the U.S. or the world. But okay, only, so there should be way more of them. But only 0.85% of NFL pass throwers were left-handed in 2017. Okay, that's wild. Yeah, it's strange because like left-handed pitchers and left-handed batters are – they always say that they have the advantage in, in baseball. Yeah, well, I think we need more guys like Tua's dad who just beat their kid yeah. until he throws at lefty. <laughs> yeah. So at least we have one coming up through the ranks now. <laughs> wow. All right. Not naturally, but <laughs> yeah. Way to double back on that one, natural. Yeah, yeah. just trying to make sure we uh, keep the garbage heads informed of things that pop up. Speaking of that, I actually have a comment on last week's literal lyrics. Um Let's hear it. Regarding two chains. And okay. <laughs> she got a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. Um, he also he makes a very similar reference in um, Jason Derulo's song Talk Dirty to Me. I'm sure you guys are familiar with it. Two Chains comes in with a little part and he says, uh, Got her saved in my phone under Big Booty. Anyway, every day I'm trying to get to it. Got her saved in my phone under Big Booty. So he definitely needs to figure out his issue of how he's going to differentiate these <laughs> in his phone. Problem. So this is a re- this is a reoccurring problem. Yes. Yeah. So he really needs to get that figured out. What if it's just one girl he's talking about? Yeah. He's only it ever why one we, girl. Why are we uh, assuming that he's talking to multiple females? That's very true. You got a point there. You guys don't think that he could just be in a faithful relationship with one female? He I could do. be. Is he married? I'm sure he's he is. married to, to Big Booty. To Big Booty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Two Chains has a had a pretty good uh, like college hoops career too. By the way, if you guys didn't know, okay, you guys know <laughs> Two Chains can actually hoop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so can the guy from uh, Quavo. Yes, Migos Quavo. Quavo, yeah. Quavo can hoop as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. But that what Matchell just got. Or what Matchell just called back to actually reminds me. I got. I'll just run through. I'm not gonna make you guys guess, but I need to run through these facts about Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, there drinking beers. Okay, <laughs> quick, quick stat line on Andre the Giant. Are we gonna Seven try foot, to break the record? The, 
Yeah, we, we should be able to do this because these aren't <laughs> as insurmountable as I thought. So, <laughs> Andre the Giant, body stats, seven foot four, 520 pounds. Ric Flair, so the first account is from Ric Flair. I'm just going to read off some, some tall tales about this guy that you guys <laughs> can decide whether they're true or not. Let's see. Ric Flair says he was with him at a bar one night and he drank 106 beers. (laughs) (laughs) Another wrestler accounted that he could casually drink six bottles of wine before his wrestling match. So just go out there on six bottles of wine. (laughs) Just hydrating. There's another account here that he drank 108 12 ounce beers. And here's the kicker. He did it in 45 minutes. <laughs> There's another story that there he was um, basically the bartender gave him like a last call. And it was basically like, all right, I think it's time for you to get out of here. And he said, all right, like one more order. And he went 40 vodka tonics. And then he sat there <laughs> for the next like two hours and drank them all. <laughs> and then the last, the last stat I have here is that he recorded a personal best of 156 beers in one sitting. So that was his <laughs> that was his PR. 156. He was probably doing case races all by himself. <laughs> Finishing the I mean, whole thing like before anybody else even started. At 156, he's pretty much drinking a keg, isn't he? I, I think that's more than a keg, isn't it? <laughs> it might isn't be. A, ke- a keg's like, I don't know. Is it 80 or 160? I don't know. I was going to say seven cases, but it'd have to be like 60. Dude, he, uh, even if it's 160, he drank a keg. You could have just sat a keg next to him. You could have sat there and drank the whole thing. Wow. I'm I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure I've seen a picture. Maybe we can Google this. I'm pretty sure I've seen a picture of like Andre the Giant just like holding a can. (laughs) And it's, and it is the most ridiculous thing that you've ever seen. It looks. It looks like he's just holding some little toy. He could just cover the whole can with his hand. I'm looking yeah. at it now. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, have okay. you seen a picture of him sitting in an airplane seat? <laughs> he's actually sitting in two seats. <laughs> <laughs> they must have put the armrest up and he got both seats. All right. Well, if you don't have any for any more facts? Oh, for yep, there you go. <laughs> That's a pretty good segue into Super Cold of the Week. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. We're pulling Super Colds all day. Naturally, it sounds like you had some queued up. Yeah, to I, start us off. I have a few. Um, so, obviously, he took a little trip down to Florida last week, uh, tried a few different beers. One of them was uh, Hop Gun from, from Funky Buddha Brewery. I don't know, pretty good. A uh, little IPA action. Tried a uh, a local beer actually from Isla Morado Brewing Company just up the keys from uh, Key West, the Channel Marker IPA. Pretty another pretty solid IPA. A pretty hoppy week for me here because my third one finally had my first uh, Hazy Boy IPA. Hazy Boy, Went, there you go. Uh, Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze, and I'm fully on board with you guys with the the Hazy Boys. Good stuff. Hazy Boys. Yeah, that's just a completely. Complete game changer, the Hazy Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, very good stuff. Yeah. So, oh, so uh, I mean, a little bit late to the party, but we're glad you made it natural. Yeah, and Once I also you go had Hazy a, Boy, you would not turn around. Yeah, I, it's going to be tough to go back. And uh, I also had a Miller Lite today, just so you know. 
Nice. <laughs> if you guys have ever heard of it, uh, you should probably give it a try. Snake, you got uh, one for us? Yeah, I got a super cold, boys. Nothing too outlandish this week. Um, basically went to the six-pack shop. I think I've made like two different visits there and just loaded up with all these different pale ales, IPAs. There trying to go. pick out another one I like. Um, honestly, had a lot of misses. A lot of Delaware, Maryland beers have been trying. Didn't go so well for me. Uh, but I just, I'll just throw this one out there. Everyone that does enjoy a nice, refreshing IPA has probably heard of this a little company called Lagunitas out in Cali. Uh, Lagunitas Maximus. It is a Imperial Double IPA. Pretty tasty, fellas. Shout out to Lagunitas. I think that was one of the first brews that I ever logged on Untapped. Yeah, they're just, they don't really miss out there, I feel like. Yeah. So, there you go. Hitting up the six-pack shop, Snake. Oh, yeah. You're just racking up those bottles, buddy. I should be yeah. saving these things for I, I, uh, I guess I just kind of put it off a little late this this Sunday. Like, Sunday's my day to go to the the old Rolling Express, and I just got there tonight, and it was closed, I guess. Ooh. So I had to hunt around town for, had to hit up the old tops for the daily fix. For, yeah. Zig, how's the uh, how's the homebrew coming? Homebrew is coming. I threw in some uh, extra hops today. At a boy. They call it a uh, dry hopping. So dry hopping. Yeah, we throw we put hops in during the boil, and then we're a week into to fermentation now. So I threw in one ounce of. Mosaic hops and one ounce of citra hops, which are probably the most amazing smell you guys could ever experience. Yeah, citra hops sounds pretty delicious. The real question is, eat those. is it going to be a hazy boy? <laughs> no, it's not going to be a hazy uh, boy, but that'll I'll definitely dial that up for my next homebrew. Question for you. What did the hops look like? For my uh, summer outing for work, we went to like this local place where you brew your own beer, and they were like mm-hmm. pellets. So you yeah, have... pellets are a common way to. That's what mine were. Um, yeah, it looked like rabbit food. Yeah, that's that's the way that they like package them up because you can compact them and you get Those a lot more. Break down in there or what? Yeah, once you once you throw them into the liquid, they well, especially in the boil. Um, like at the end, when I'm oh, done okay. boiling it all, it just yeah. you just have a mess of all this crap in there. Okay, but I threw threw those nuggets like they're just like little pellets or nuggets or whatever. You throw them in there, and I could see them just starting to break apart today. Okay, but otherwise, like you probably see it on. I'm looking at this brew that I'm having right now. It has a picture of a hop on it. Just kind of looks like a like a weed nugget or something. A little nug action. Yeah, I, I wouldn't actually know what that looks like, but something sick does. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all right. So yeah, the we're one week away from bottling, and a hazy boy will be on tap for the next one. Maybe I'll I'll order that kit next. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to trying the old. Uh, product of Rockwater Brewing Company. Yeah. So is that going to be like the Voodoo Ranger line? Like it's going to be a line of the Rockwater Brewco? Exactly. Nice. Exactly. I love it. 
So my beer of the week, um, I had some other, this is, I'm just kind of, it was kind of a week, a week, week for me. W E A K W E E K. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Spelling me. <laughs> um, but this is an interesting one that I had. I don't know if it, it wasn't my favorite that I had this week, but it's something that I would recommend. Uh, Matril, maybe you've heard of it. This is Dancing Gnome Brewery in Pittsburgh, PA. I don't think I have. Okay. Um, and the beer is called Exquisite Beast. And wow. so I only, I only gave it, I gave it a four on untapped, but I was like, I've never tasted anything like this. It's almost like, it was almost like a sour brew for the first time. Like this doesn't taste like beer. So I look up the description on untapped and here we go. At the end, they say pineapple and dank hit you immediately <laughs> followed by grapefruit, papaya, Mushroom, pine, and black tea. Wow. Really loaded that thing up. <laughs> yeah. It, it was just like a crazy, just a really interesting and unique flavor profile there. Yeah, got to appreciate that. 8.5 yeah. 8. on the alcohol, too. So that doesn't right. hurt either. Yeah. <laughs> you boys ever had a uh, hot pepper beer? Uh, no. I've had a jalapeno pepper beer, I guess. Yeah, I had some sort of pepper beer one time at some place in Pittsburgh. Uh, would not recommend it. It's kind of funny for a couple of sips, huh? And then it's just like, all right. Yeah, solid. then it just, yeah, yeah. It's just not, like burning. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty bizarre. Uh,. I know Zig and me have a couple of hot takes. We want to let those fly this week. <laughs> Someone really went to the effect there. <laughs> I tried to keep big. that away from the mic there. Sorry, Charles. Yeah, we As got it. Hold, holding the mic up to the, to the, cap, <laughs> the counter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's hear these hot takes, fellas. Okay, I have one that's pretty inappropriate. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm just gonna go with the other one. Perfect, perfect. Uh, now we're gonna we're gonna table that one. I might rework it and try and put that out to the public, but I'll just I'll, I'll go with the PG thirteen one. Uh, I, w- I want to hear. It. Come on, next, next week. week. Next All week. Right. All right. Uh, hot take this week. It's just more of like an observation I've made. I don't know how hot of a take this is, but I don't know. It kind of gets me fired up. Uh, a lot of days for lunch, I'll just go into. Uh, Wawa, which is like what we have in place of sheets. You know, I are familiar rush. with Wawa. There's one that's relatively close to my office. I can pop over there real quick, grab myself a sub. So I'll go in there, and uh, it's just something I notice every day. And here's the hot take. The only people that play the lottery are people that cannot afford to play the lottery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed? Like, oh, I, yeah. It, it makes yes. me... The like, I'm joking about it, but it's actually is... sad like to look over there and see who's like fucking with the machine. It's like, I don't think you have $20 to just waste. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I kind of have a spin off of that. You ever notice that, um, like if you ever drive past a trailer park, a majority of the time, the car sitting in the driveway is worth more than the trailer itself. Oh yeah. yeah, Jacked up, blacked out Dodge charger. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like same same thing, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So, yeah. I was gonna say I I agree with that. The exception to the, to that rule though is when you get like a record breaking lottery, 
And then just oh, yeah. anybody's like, I might as well buy a lotto ticket. That's fine. Yeah, yeah when they yeah. start pushing that through the media or whatever, and they're like, the Powerball's up to this number, and then yeah. everyone like throws in five bucks or whatever. Yeah, I'm okay with that. It's the guy that's like, I don't know how it works. Are they just like getting their paycheck and being like, oh, fuck, got to run over to the <laughs> to the local gas station and burn some money on lotto tickets. Like, hey, spoiler alert, you're going to lose money playing that game. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The state isn't doing it to lose money to you. Like, the idea is to take your money. Yeah. Probably not going to win. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's my hot take. Good hot take there, Snake. Did you have another one for us or... No, I'm going to table the rest of mine. I'm going to, I got to work. I got to work the material, but okay, there'll be more coming. All right. I've got a hot take for us then. My hot take, I think everyone here is, I haven't said it outright, but I think it's pretty evident that I'm not so much of a fan of basketball. But my hot take is that basketball players aren't athletic at all. (laughs) I would say the same thing about baseball players. I think we've got the first hot take that I just like unequivocally disagree with. I think okay. those are the most athletic athletes in all. Okay, sports. I can let me tell you, Russell Westbrook, Zion Williamson, LeBron James. I think these guys could probably do some damage in whatever whatever sport they went into. Yes, but also agreed. What, I don't understand why. None of these guys can go in, and if you get tapped, they fall down. They come down. You know, you jump up for a layup or something. You get tapped, you know, a little tap on the wrist. Yeah. I see them come down and land on their feet, but they immediately crumble to the ground every single time. That's just the soccer special, though. No basketball player can jump up. (laughs) <laughs> and come down and land on their feet. They always crumble to the ground, and that like it's trying to get that foul. Interest. It's not in their best interest to land on their feet and go on their business. Like LeBron's as bad as any of them. He's the both hands have to come up, and then like you said, as soon as his feet hit the ground, his knees just start buckling. <laughs> yes. He like braces, brace yourself for impact, and then like look at the ref every time. I think so it's more I, of a so I'm going to give I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to call you a puss. I'm just going to say you're obviously not athletic enough to land <laughs> oh, a okay. jump. It's just spin zoning. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about like Glenn Big Baby Davis? Not athletic. Yao Ming. Not athletic. There's a few good examples. I mean, sure. Okay. I'm, that's not what I was going with here. I was more taking a shot at just basketball flop players. Culture. Being, yeah, yeah, flop, flop culture. Yeah. culture. I like it. Kind of like that viewpoint. You're just gonna play. You're just gonna play stupid and be like, "All right, I'm assuming that there's no reason LeBron James can't land on both his feet and take <laughs> yeah. like a nudge to the shoulder." Yeah. So apparently, he just doesn't have the coordination to stay up. On a on another note, though, I will say I do enjoy watching that Zion Williamson play. And Nike's got a little problem on their hands, huh? Yeah, they do because of his shoe. But uh, hoping that he gets back and. I just love seeing that kid jump and get his head like to the top of the backboard. Yeah, he's absolutely freak. amazing. He's got to be the he's most a like, thick kid too. Like yeah, he's, did you he's see a, that? Like he's a little chubby. He supposedly put on a hundred pounds in a year or two. It said. Oh, really? Wow. He. It's, I mean, it's coming from his mouth, but he claims I don't know what he is now. He's probably upwards of like two seventy or two eighty. Claims he was like 
a buck eighty his junior year of high school or something like that. I read. Well, it depends. I, I've heard of like Anthony Davis. That that guy like grew. I'm pretty sure there's a story out there. He grew like a solid foot in a year. Like you could put on some serious weight when you do that. I don't know yeah. how tall, how much Zion Williamson grew in that year, but yeah, there's another um, Gordon Hayward too. Said he was like playing tennis and <laughs> senior year of high school, and then he grew like nine or ten inches. And he's like, ah, oh, maybe I should try this hoops thing out in college. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah, I've got Zion at six seven, two eighty four. Wow, what a beast! Casual, casual six ten wingspan. Here's a, here's another like image for all the garbage heads to look up. It's just find a there. Earlier this year, Zion Williamson blocked some three pointer, and like if you just Google Zion Williamson blocking a three pointer, it has him <laughs> five feet. Like his feet are like five feet up in the air. <laughs> Yeah, he, he came so from like he came from high. under the hoop and had to yes. toss that ball. He like yeah. he like took two steps out to like defend this guy and was like, "Heck, I'll try to jump up and block him." And he swatted the crap out of him. <laughs> and that guy has to be like, "There's nothing I can do." Like I, <laughs> yeah. I put a perfect arc on that, and this guy just swatted the crap out of me. <laughs> Could probably break uh. the high jump world record if he wanted to. Sports trivia. Do you guys know what the high jump world record is? I'm sure it's over seven. Seven eleven. That's getting up there, Matchroll. Matchroll, I think <laughs> you're pretty close there. I think it's like eight feet and a quarter inch. Okay, I was gonna go like seven three. It's Javier Sotomayor. Yeah, good call, Zig. Just just over eight feet. Yeah. I there I heard that that guy was like coked up all the time. That might help. He's Cuban, so. It's in his blood. Uh, let's do some Dead or Lives. Um, I feel like Matro and I both agree ours kind of stink. We'll start with Zig. All right. I think I have a pretty good one here. Um, we're going with Leslie David Baker. Anybody know who that could be? Sounds like an athlete. Oh, he's an athlete. We're Track talking, person. We're talking Stanley Hudson. From the office, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive. Yeah, I'd say alive. He's Most actually, uh, he records rap music, I'm pretty sure. Might not be rap music, but he's, uh, you he's on iTunes. No, he's on iTunes. I'll say that. You're okay. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm looking at that serious. one. Yeah, he's alive. Okay, you guys got that one. I thought there would be a little bit more hesitation with it, but yeah. No, alive. it's good. I've just I've seen him recently. I feel like okay, and yeah, I found out about the uh, the music thing. So every once in a while, I, I see a tweet like a bunch of those people together, like Creed tweets. Oh, or I forgot about that. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, still kicking. Age sixty one. Uh, I mean, he's hundred percent gonna die of. Uh, Heart attack or yeah, diabetes, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can't make that you know Michael Scott's not going to give him effective chest compressions when he does have a heart attack. <laughs> Dwight's, Dwight's going to cut his face off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. 
I think that was a, I thought it was going to be a good one, but you guys nailed it. I'd say check back in five years, and that'll be an uh, interesting <laughs> question. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> five years from now, talking trash, we'll revisit it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to stick with the wrestling theme. When I talked about um, Andre the Giant earlier, I'm going to throw out some old school WWF guys to you. <laughs> these might be easy. Maybe you won't be that familiar with who these guys are. I don't know how it's going to go, but we're going to uh-huh. start with uh, Randy Savage, a.k.a. the Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's dead. I feel like he died uh, like a few years ago. I don't know. I think that he's alive. Yeah, the the thing with these wrestlers' lifestyles is tough. Like you know, they're probably to to compete like week in and week out like this. They're probably doing drugs and steroids and stuff. Um, <laughs> so Randy Savage is Macho was kind of he was pretty much all over it. He died in 2011. So just long enough ago that you you could forget about it, but. I think he was a pretty big deal as far as, like, all-time WWF guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, next one I got is Sting. And Sting, like, used to paint his face white, if you guys remember who that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> I, I, used to, I used to watch it back when I was, like, probably from, like, kindergarten to second grade feel like i was into it so yeah i had a i had a game for the nintendo 64 that was pretty fun yeah yeah they used to make a good game yeah uh i don't know how to describe him other than he would like rock a black like leotard and he paint his face white and it looks like he has like a tongue coming out <laughs> it's actually a scene in happy gilmore where the grandma's Isn't wearing that, a mask no, no, no 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 yeah jeans and you're mistaken there snake well that's what he, that's what it <laughs> looks like <laughs> you're right though that is Gene Simmons, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Gene Simmons, dead or alive. Wow, that's actually a good one. He's alive, right? I think so. He's did a dead or alive. Gene Simmons dead or alive. is alive. He's alive. <laughs> dead or alive Inception, boys. Uh, right. Gene's alive. And Sting, I'm going to say, is also alive. Um... Wait, do you think that was actually Gene Simmons and Happy Gilmore, or was it staying dressed up like? It Gene was Simmons? definitely Gene Simmons. It was Gene Simmons. All right. Wait, you think you think the per- it was the grandma, dude? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was yeah, Gene yeah, Simmons yeah, right. mask. <laughs> right. My bad. My bad. That's Betsy Ann. I, think, I think Sting, the wrestler, is dead. Okay, I've got Zig in just an absolute funk right now. Sting is alive. Yes. (laughs) Throw throw your next. Do you have another one? Yeah, I got one more for you. I'm going to guarantee I get this one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We have a guarantee, ladies and gentlemen. All right, what what if he gets it wrong? We got to get a little, some sort of a wager. Then if if I get this one wrong, I will do the... The uh, flight, the challenge. Wilt Chamberlain gallon challenge. I'll oh, do the gallon challenge or the flight challenge. <laughs> I've seen yeah, Zig I like flight challenge. I've seen Zig try to do a gallon challenge before with chocolate. Yeah, I milk. was young. I was whole, young. Whole chocolate milk, not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I feel All like right. you got to go skim milk. I was a freshman in high school. All right, All if right. Zig gets this one wrong, he will be the first ever uh, flight challenge participant. <laughs> Next time we're all together. So Matt, you already heard about that one, right? Yeah, the flight you, challenge? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was on last week, right? Yep. Yeah. You just have to just basically to make take sure out 
<laughs> take out a traditional flight in the wrong order. Like whatever order she's like, you want to drink it from this to this. So you're just going to flip that thing around right in her face and just pound them. <laughs> I love it. All right. So last one here, the undertaker. <laughs> okay. You got a 50, 50 shot. Zig. Hey, just so I you do. know, the flight challenge can't be that bad. That's almost like a reward. Also, True. no, don't confuse him dying in every WWE episode with the answer <laughs> to this question. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, gosh, this is a tough one. <laughs> I'm going to go with alive. And I'm going three alive on this. I'm going dead. Just because Zig's been wrong so far. And by the way, Zig, uh, the first one was dead. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> well, I still think that he's alive. Okay. So, we do not have our first flight challenge participant. Oh, yes. That's he good. is alive. Let's go. <laughs> Pretty sure he'll still jump in on, uh, I keep wanting to call them episodes. I don't know what they are. An event every once in a while. I think they'll still bring them out there. <laughs> Him and the, uh, the other guy, Big Show. So, Big Show is also alive. Big Show. Big Show. <laughs> <laughs> So those are my dead or alive. All right. I think that's just our standard wager now until somebody loses. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Only if someone calls their shot like that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if you get swept in dead or lives, you have to. <laughs> if you get swept in three or more dead or lives, we'll say that. Okay. We're all going to bring some heat next week. Yeah. <laughs> next week's going to be like three coin flips. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got, sure, you got some dead or alive. I have, I have a couple quick ones, not very exciting at all. For some reason, I came up with these a few weeks ago and just haven't fired them off yet. But uh, my first one is Dick Van Dyke. He's from uh, he was in the original Mary Poppins and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. If you guys have, are familiar with either of those movies, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> but I pretty, feel like I've heard pretty famous actor. Like uh, I'm not exactly sure when, maybe seventies. 80s? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Dick Van Dyke's been dead for, I'll say, five years. I kind of remember that name from maybe some my early Twitter usage years. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going dead. I think he's dead as well. (laughs) Well, uh, hold on. Is that the guy that does the national, not the national, the New Year countdown? That's Dick Clark. Ah, shit. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Uh, So unless anything's changed since I wrote this one down a few weeks ago, he is, uh, Dick Van Dyke is alive. Jesus. I thought you were going to say, I forgot you came up with these weeks ago, and I thought you were going to say, unless something's changed within the last, like, hour, this guy's alive. (laughs) Nope. And uh, my other one, sticking kind of on the same theme, Actors, um, Adam West, I believe he was one of the first uh, actors Batman. to play Batman. Yeah, there you go. He's oh. in uh, he's in plenty of Family Guy episodes. Yeah, um, yeah. For any more notably for his Family Guy episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I know this guy. He's uh, he's the guy that's kind of a paralyzed, creep. and he's on uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not from back in the day. He's alive. What? <laughs> You thinking of Superman, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just fucking with you. Yeah. 
That's the first guy that popped into my head, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that guy died too. No, he did not. Bruce Clark, yeah, he did. right? No, no. Um, you, th- you just mixed up Bruce Wayne and Clark. Clark. Kent. <laughs> <laughs> no, who was Bruce, that guy? Bruce Clark's the guy that hauled in that TD from Steve Young, is the <laughs> <laughs> in the back of the end zone. Clark Kent. The catch. The catch. Can we can we do another uh, Inception? Clark Kent. We saying Mitchell thinks he's dead. Dude, Clark Kent is. Isn't that like Superman's alter ego? Yeah, it's a it's a fictional person. <laughs> okay, uh, you're thinking is, um, of you're thinking of Christopher Christopher Reed. Christopher Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> this is we're losing it. We're losing it. Christopher okay. Reeve is the guy who was Superman and was paralyzed. <laughs> okay, correct. Damn it! All right, you're right. Yeah, he died fifteen uh, years ago. Okay. Yeah, Adam, I'm saying Adam West is alive. Yeah, I think he's alive as well, whoever that is. <laughs> o for two fellas died in twenty seventeen. Oh <laughs> and Snake, you were right. Christopher Reeve died in 04. 15 years yeah. ago. Yeah. And I saying, this... O for five this week, brother. Oh no, one for five. No, so he nailed, I got one. Yeah, I got one. I got nailed one the important. <laughs> yeah, you got the important one. All right. One for five. My bad. Thanks. That's all I that's all I got, fellas. All right. Yeah, well, let's bring the heat next week, boys, and see if we have our first. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it'll be next week's guest. <laughs> he'll just, yeah, he'll just yeah. jump into this thing, and then we'll be like, oh, by the way, you have to rip through a flight. Yeah. <laughs> Teaser for all you garbage heads out there. We got a, we do have a guest lined up, and it should be a good one. That's all I'm going to say. The boys. No, nope, I was going to say the hometown boys, but that's not true. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock Gang. Nope. No, no. <laughs> we did do a little a little shout out to his hometown earlier in the episode. Oh, damn, a little, this little Cincinnati hometown. Oh, okay. Garbage heads will just have to wait and see. Okay. Yeah, dangle the carrot. I like it. <laughs> Snake, what's this? Uh, what's this new segment you got cooked up for us? Is we time? We ready to dive into that? All right. Yeah, we'll dive into that, and then we'll uh, wrap up with our traditional two. I think so. New segment alert. It's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I'm going to call it real or fake quote. And then I'm going to give you guys <laughs> a few quotes, and you're going to tell me. I don't know how to decide this. I'll tell you today. I'm going to throw one fake quote in and two real quotes. Okay? And you guys have to pick out the fake quote. Or I'll read all three of them to you. Aren't so they I'm just all gonna... real if you're saying them? Technicality. No, technicality. What are you going? Uh, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott? No. We're not, we're not playing by those rules. Wait, is this, uh, some, is this something like you're going to change a couple words in one of these and it's fake? I could. So you have to listen carefully. You could. Uh, this is like a freaking true-false question back Or I could school. just absolutely like just plagiarize completely, you know, just completely slander someone and assign them a quote. Could be out of thin air. It doesn't necessarily have to be like tweaking a word. Right. I'm on board. Let's get this. Yeah, let's, let's get this segment rolling. All right. So, real or fake quote? First ever rundown here. I'm just gonna go in the order I have these written down. Um, first quote: R. Kelly. Quote: Osama bin Laden is the only one who knows exactly what I'm going through. End quote. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> Second quote. Lou Holtz, quote, we're going to come out in the second half and give them the hardest 25 minutes of football they've ever seen, end quote. 
Okay, that's the second Seems quote. realistic. Yeah, that third, seems pretty realistic. Third quote. I don't know why it'd be 25 minutes. <laughs> quote. Good catch. Jason Kidd. Quote. We are going to turn this team around 360 degrees. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> so R. Kelly, Lou Holtz, and Jason Kidd. Oh, man. I feel Sorry, like those I, are all I can see reasonable. Jason Kidd just in the heat of the moment, <laughs> like halftime, saying... We're going to turn this team around 360 degrees. He didn't realize what he was saying. <laughs> That's a real quote right there. Hey, right you, I don't care you, if you guys right work back together. Where you started, 360 <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you guys work together. You could obviously come up with your own theory uh, as well. You know, I can, the counterpoint to that is they were winning at halftime, and Jason <laughs> Kidd is like, we're going to turn this team around 360 degrees <laughs> and keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah. I could I could see the same argument for the Lou Holtz twenty five minute quote. I don't know. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put my my two out there. I think the uh, the Lou Holtz is the fake one, and I could see R. Kelly saying something absurd like about Osama bin Laden. <laughs> don't <laughs> like, think my like, like, I, like I, any answer. I don't but... think that Snake would just make that up. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty tough to come up with. I mean, I mean, if you're planning for this segment, maybe you could. But I'm gonna say that the Jason kid is uh, is the fake one. Okay. Uh, The answer is Zig got it. The Lou Holtz quote I just completely made up out of thin air. Uh, The other one. R. Kelly actually compared what he's going through to Osama bin Laden, and Jason Kidd actually said, we're going to turn this team around. (laughs) (laughs) But Lou Holtz did not say, we're going to come out in the second half and give him the hardest 25 minutes of football they've ever seen. (laughs) And I definitely, after that first brush by, I thought you guys were just going to let that go and not catch on to the fact that he said it was 25 minutes. I should have just not said anything. (laughs) Yeah. Because then it would have sounded like just... Random regular quote, <laughs> like nothing yeah. special to it. <laughs> I like uh, that one a lot. That's another one we could uh, wager the uh, wager the flight chug on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. If you miss, I'm definitely, I'm definitely on board with that segment, Snake, and I will be coming in hot. I'm writing it down in my notes right now. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll try and come up with some for uh, next week. Also, I guess I'm gonna have a tease here as well as we get into. Dumbest thing I did this week. So, if either of you guys have anything in mind, feel free to kick us off. Matt, or anything about like guys falling off the treadmill? <laughs> no, nothing this week. Um, but it seems the past couple of weeks, or at least a few times over the course of the podcast, I've done something pretty dumb during the podcast. Um, and I, I continued the trend this week. Uh, you garbage heads won't know because NG will do some work behind the scenes, but I. Uh, Kind of ended the ended the recording there a little bit ago. I had some technical difficulties getting it fired back up, so definitely still a little rusty on the operational end of things here. Uh, I think that was probably the dumbest thing I did this week. Thought we thought we lost the whole recording there for a few minutes. That just all goes back to the fact that your phone rings like every <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, no no phone calls this week, boys, during the podcast. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> all right, Zig, you got anything? Yeah, I got one. I'm digging back to last Sunday here. 
but I think it's okay. Last Sunday, I think I alluded to it on the last podcast, brewed up some of the uh, homebrew there. And the dumbest thing I did was pretty much you're transferring hot, sticky liquid from one (laughs) vessel to another and just tackling that by myself. Got a little spillage (laughs) on the floor, on the counter, on the the dishwasher, whatever. As Could've long planned as, it out uh, better. Could have got a little help, but you know, we didn't lose too much of it, boys. Not a huge casualty. No, that's just a little, classic little sticky, a little sticky. Okay, <laughs> okay, a little sticky. I was yeah. a little bit afraid you were gonna say you like caught yourself on the forearm or something during the pour. Oh, you no, just no, scolded no. yourself. No, okay, no, I'm good. I'm good. All right. I'm glad to hear you made it through, Zig. Yeah, unscathed. Yeah, but I'm a. Uh, God, I could really dive in deep on that too. I'm a huge proponent of like the do-it-yourself task. That's just completely <laughs> like, not be done. clearly yeah. a two-person task. Like, like I'm not um, going to dive into it too deep, but I built this thing in my garage one time. Like it was basically an overhang, like rack that I could hang my bike on, and like turns into a shelf. And the directions for this beast said like it reiterated and reiterated like you cannot do this step with one person. I just kept blowing through those steps. I was like, I can do this step by myself. <laughs> and it got down to the end. And basically I had to hook like this, like 60 pound shelf onto this thing. And I was able to like latch it and like get it in. But my arms were like really starting to shake. And if I would have dropped it, I would have like dropped it on myself and killed myself. But <laughs> rather than just like walk inside and be like, you know, like, Hey bro, can you help me like throw this, <laughs> this rack up real quick? Just grab one of the roomies, refuse to do it, did it myself. Yeah, same same goes for after you get back from grocery shopping. It's unacceptable to take more than one trip in from the car. Yeah, you should have like bruises on your arm going into work yeah. the next day. Yeah, yeah, just load it up. You cannot take more than one trip. <laughs> no. That's a good point, Matchup. Um all right, boys, I'm pretty excited about this. My dumbest thing I did this week, I am flipping this segment on its head. I'm going smartest thing I did this week. Oh. Um, two new segments this week, huh? <laughs> yeah. Smartest thing I did this week, uh, essentially, was driving around early in the week and check engine light came on. I was like, "Oh, great!" Like, you know, being the gearhead that I am, I I could definitely <laughs> solve this myself. But, yes. uh, basically, this has happened once before that I've owned this car and didn't want to deal with it. I think I had like just moved to Baltimore. I was like, "Ah, screw it! I'm just gonna take it to the mechanic." He can do whatever he wants, like charge me whatever. And I did that. He solved it. He like replaced the part or whatever that went faulty. So this time, you know, the check engine light comes on. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can handle this myself. So I have like one of those, whatever they are, operating like onboard readout plugins to plug into the car computer. Oh, there Pop you go. that sucker in there. And it's basically like I had an emissions leak, which I, apparently is pretty typical anytime that light comes on. So I just kind of like looked back through the records there and I was like, well, damn, this is the part that that guy replaced last time this happened. Like it's a decent chance it's the same thing. So basically a little stick-to-itiveness. I get on YouTube. I start like reading some stuff and I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. Like to replace this part wasn't a big deal. And I was able to find it on Amazon for $30. So sure enough, I like had to take some stuff apart, pop this new thing in. It like basically sits like right on top or next to the engine block. Like 
pretty standard stuff. And whatever, got my car, cleared the code, and seems like we're in the clear. Basically diagnosed the problem myself and fixed it. And now I want you guys to guess. I said I paid $30 on Amazon. Guess what they nailed me for when I just drove it into the shop that one time and he replaced the same thing. Probably, I was going to say 200 there. Yeah, I think it was 350 So just your casual <laughs> casual percent markup. God, so, I can't wait for that part to blow. <laughs> I think I think the uh, the key there is uh, Snake kind of alluded to you hop on YouTube and just kind of figure out how to do something on your own. Yeah. And I just want to – I think that's YouTube is overlooked a lot. I need to give a lot of credit because probably a quarter of everything that I learned while I was getting my medical degree – came from youtube <laughs> rod squad gets fired up about this <laughs> the, the uh the old chatham chatham way of teaching is pretty much just do it yourself and so i, I basically have a a google folder on my google drive where that i could just send to you fellas and it has anything it has everything that you would need to become a PA like you guys would just need to <laughs> Zig, you, I just... Think you need to stop talking <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna take your license <laughs> yeah. they, I mean You're it's not like us. it's not exam answers I'm just saying it's like meta, it's information it's compiled information <laughs> to, I hear what to, you're saying it's, it's alarming to me that I could have the grasp of the knowledge I need right on YouTube and no, I'm a PA. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, you still have to put in the time and effort to learn it. True. That's true. Okay. That's true. Yeah. But I'm just saying, so I have all these documents and everything. Like it's just summarizes all these different diseases and all this other stuff, but a good three quarters of them have a, like a YouTube link on them where it's like, whoever wrote it was like, why don't you watch this video and they explain it? <laughs> All right, that's fair enough. I'll accept that. So I'm just saying, YouTube, YouTube is underrated. Yeah, go overrated, that, underrated. You know. YouTube underrated. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also, the new segment I might just have Ng cut this part. New segment I wanted to tease. Just <laughs> you guys, let me know your thoughts on this. We just call it Rig Boys. Alright, so that should wrap us up for Dumbest Thing We Did. And we'll just finish up the pod with some garbage. That's garbage! I can kick us off with some garbage. Uh, I think I've had this noted down for a few weeks now, and I'm finally ready to unleash it. Alright, if you guys have ever heard or read anything along the lines of, like, XYZ is actually dirtier than the inside of your toilet bowl. Like, have you ever heard, like, oh, your cell phone has more germs on yeah, it yeah, inside yeah. of your toilet bowl? If you ever hear someone say that to you, that's absolute garbage. I'll challenge them every time. I'll say, I'll lick my phone, and you can dunk your head in the toilet <laughs> and lick the inside of the toilet bowl. Because there's no way you believe that either. Yeah, that is pretty a, hard I to think, believe. You know, I, I would believe that your phone is probably pretty filthy. But I'm with you, Snake. I would rather lick my phone before I would lick the inside of the toilet bowl. Yes. Can we get a certified medical, certified YouTube medical opinion? 
Yeah, just, like how, just YouTube it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, Zay, you got some. You want you want me to go? All right, yeah, I want you to. Go. I'll dive into my garbage. <laughs> um, all right, so not sure if you boys are familiar with the escrow process. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they, just home ownership. Know, know a little know. bit about I don't know much about it. I know that I'm involved in it. Know a little bit about the escrow process. So yeah. for you garbage heads out there that aren't familiar with escrow, uh, when you buy a house or you know property, whatever, sometimes your loan will be escrowed, so you make a monthly payment, includes your mortgage payment, um, property taxes, insurance, and you know, possibly mortgage insurance, but that's whatever. So <clears throat> just so you know, periodically, I guess probably once a year, you can get a letter from the mortgage company, the bank, whatever, that um, you know there, there's an adjustment to your escrow. Uh, so Thursday or Friday, check the mail, something in there from, from U.S. Bank, uh, you know, escrow information, open immediately, open it up. Uh, notice of escrow shortage, so they're bringing me with an extra three hundred eighty-five dollars <laughs> <Yes>. a month <laughs> because some <laughs> because some moron must have calculated things wrong at closing. Not entirely sure, but that's garbage. Well, that's a pretty insignificant amount of money. <laughs> yeah, it was just off by. What is that? Somebody at the bank, or is that? <laughs> I don't know if it happened. Like, if somebody calculated something wrong at closing. So for the past year, I've been paying. Too little, or I Doesn't have no clue. Matro, fill, fill, fill the listeners in here, because obviously I do know what I'm involved in here. But uh, oh, it sounds like doesn't does. doesn't escrow? Don't you escrow for like a year or two, maybe? Well, like that's not continuous, right? It's a good question. This is actually my first experience with escrow. I'm pretty sure my escrow goes for one year. See, I think a lot of times what you do is, like, you pay at closing. You pay extra that goes into escrow. But then I think, I don't know. I thought, like, forever I'd be making, as long as I have this mortgage, whatever, I'll be making the payment, and it goes into that escrow account, and they pay the taxes and insurance. But I don't know. I mean, every loan could be different, too. You know, I'm just going to say that's garbage on the name escrow because I think, it just is a silly name. It sounds like someone's like <laughs> running overseas, like skipping out on their bond. That's what that sounds like to me. <laughs> Escrow. Yeah. yeah. So, so that is watch garbage. Out, watch and... out for the garbage escrow increase of $385 a month. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that is garbage. <laughs> I really, really hope that doesn't happen to me. That's an all time burnham, too. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. And that was, uh, that's also kind of a, you'll have that, you know. Eh, escrow increase, you'll have that. I'd say that's and a pretty get... unreasonable, you'll have that. <laughs> I think it, just a general escrow increase could be, and you, know, you get nailed with that amount. And it's garbage. That's garbage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I've got some garbage for you, fellas. Um, just kind of going off the names here. I think so. T Man gave us uh, a little hint, a little uh, life advice here with the Tavor Tavor app. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So my first first part of this double part that's garbage is the name of that garbage. I'd say it's and Tavor. Tavor, 
or is it Taver? Tavoir. <laughs> no, I don't you got know. Me confused. You right, probably right. Yeah. you probably need to have a simpler name so that the whole wide world can, you know, know what the name of your service and company is. I you know, I just I That's just because Step I want I want to tell people about it, but I don't know what the name of it is. So Matchwell, you, are you on board with us? You know what we're talking about here? I do, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Sounds like a pretty cool app, but yeah, um, terrible name. So that's just the minor one. The big one is, so I was pretty pumped about everything. Couple, couple of brew guys, you know, we're all, this is a pro beer podcast. Brew boys. Brew boys. And if you haven't heard about it, you didn't listen to last week's episode where T-Man explained it it's basically a beer subscription service they have like a be- like two beers every day you can say yeah i want it charge me for it i don't care right now just give it to me and then they'll send it to you but not if you live in warren pennsylvania okay <laughs> that is garbage they could probably yeah like i don't know what i don't know what it takes but just get it to whoever wants it okay it's just no delivery drivers up that way zig uh, how do I get my mail? How do I get my Amazon packages? Now, you know? Are you ready for – I can top that. They don't deliver to me either in a population that's <laughs> twice don't the do- size of Pittsburgh. <laughs> or they tear it in half. Yeah. They do not I don't want to get into in my Baltimore. mail. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it's not in my area. And furthermore, I don't know if you ran into this, Zig. They won't even let me like view their products or like even look at what I could be receiving if they'd send it. It just like automatically fire me out of the app. <laughs> okay, yeah. So what I did with that was I just threw in uh, Trav and Rod's address. All right, I'm doing the same thing. So Trav gave me the idea to just go ahead and like send a package their way whenever. I don't know, you know, whenever I know that I'm coming down or Rod's coming home or something. You don't yeah. think Rod's gonna go a couple cruisers for the ride up? Well, the, I think I was looking likelihood. at it. I was looking at it, and most of them, like, you have to get two of them, which yeah, is a good. little bit more garbage, but, you know, I mean, you also have to move the product, so. We can live with that part. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to complain about getting more beer, so. <laughs> I like that. But it's just it's just ridiculous, especially since Snake's saying he can't get it in Baltimore. <laughs> no, just apparently the, the only places they... They distribute from all of the West Coast, and it all lands in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Apparently, yeah, nice. <laughs> I mean, I'd be I'd be willing to knock down like between fifty and a hundred dollars a month on that beast if they would just deliver it here. You yeah, know, I mean, it's one of those deals where they're just like, take my money, and they won't do it. But I think what we need to do is, I guess we all just need to find a weekend that we're going to meet up in Pittsburgh. And we can all just get pretty much the whole month's supply between, like, the whole crew. Uh, yeah, I like the sounds of that. And can we just not give them a heads? Like, let's confirm that it's been delivered, but then we'll just be like, ah, we're not going to do it this weekend. And then all three of us just show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you boys could just have it delivered to me. Do they deliver to you, Matchel? Makes too much sense, Matchel. <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, ten minutes north of Pittsburgh, <laughs> so I would hope so. I don't know, Matro. You're gonna have to get on the app and see. Yeah. All right. I'll. I'll don't give it be a so demo. sure. Don't be so sure, Matro. <laughs> I'll give it a. Demo well, I mean, tell. still, that doesn't change anything. Where it would be a weekend that we all went to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
or we're all heading home or something. Yeah. Or to be more. Yeah. Ooh, now we're talking. Natural bringing booze Scoop it up on the, the way down. Line. <laughs> Gets arrested. <laughs> Perfectly legal. You think Tavor, you think Tavor like has trackers in these things? So it like self destructs. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you take it outside of their their area. Yeah, I For think sure. Tavwari is gonna do everything they can not to deliver it Tavwari. to Warren or Baltimore. Just has a different name every time. Yeah, Tavora. <laughs> Taberna. <laughs> now we're talking. Jesus and the boys in the Taberna. <laughs> All right. Well, 100% on board with that garbage zig. And as I just, I guess I had heard you mention that once before, but now confirmed we're both in the same boat there. Yeah. So garbage. So, All right, boys. Looks like uh, my, my area code works. Okay. So, so let's get the final date on whenever we want to meet up in Baltimore or something, and then we can send a couple packages to Matural. Perfect. That he can uh, and just make sure smuggle across the vehicle. Yeah, yeah make smuggle, smuggle across the border. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that wraps up that wraps up the garbage. Uh, another another pod in the books. Matural, good to have you back. Good redemption episode. Good to be back, boys. Yeah, we'll keep here on for another week. All right. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to next week with uh, hopefully a special guest. So it goes without say, but thanks for our listeners for continuing to tune in and support. Uh, Keep. uh, We're trying to boost the Instagram numbers. We're getting there slowly. So give us a follow. (laughs) (laughs) That's underscore garbage. What's a reasonable goal, Matril? Also, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, listener, listener, mail and Collins. We're definitely going to get to it. That's, uh, you know what? I'm going to throw it out there. The... Next week, before the guest comes on, we're going to touch on a couple submittals from the listeners. That's my promise to you. Yeah, it's <laughs> maybe the one that was submitted like after the first episode. Yeah, we'll touch on that. We'll get to them all. <laughs> there, um, I don't know. You guys aren't up. You know, there's a little couple more developments in that story, so we'll have some ooh, stuff ooh. to talk about. Nice. All right. And if you want to hear your question or garbage read on the air, then make sure to get it to us before next week's episode. Reach out at 424-235-4205. You guys already know it's Jackie Robinson times two, <laughs> Kevin Durant, Jackie Robinson, Russell Westbrook, Donovan McNabb. That's it. So uh, you fellas have a good rest of your Sunday and sounds good. Sounds, sounds good. good. All right, boys. Later. All right, see you, boys. See you, boys. Peace, boys. Fresh kid C. Fresh kid C. Yes, sir. Fresh kid P. Fresh kid T. Oh, yeah, we back. Oh, and Zaphoon, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's garbage. Chitty bang. And we pretty much amazing. Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. Hey, yo, I once was a kid. All I had was a dream. More money, more problems. When I get it, I'm a pal. So fresh how we flow, everybody get this down your mind.